Good morning and welcome everybody. You are tuned into Take Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living here on an Ask the Experts weekend. I am your host for this hour. My name is Dr. Natalie Yaley, board certified doctor of chiropractic, clinical thermography technician, and also physician certified by the American Academy of Thermology for Interpretation. Our Take Two Healthcare Clinic is located at 5777 Far Hills Avenue. You can reach us on the web at take2healthcare.com. That's with the number two. That's take2healthcare.com and with the number two. We have a lot of interesting things on our website. So if you've never um, kind of played around on there, there's a lot of recipes to look at. There's a lot of case studies under the About Us section. And the case studies are really fun to look at because it really does give you a glimpse of the type of programs that we provide for our patients. Um, We offer chiropractic care. Obviously, we are all doctors of chiropractic in the clinic. But our niche really, our specialty really is nutrition therapy based on comprehensive testing. Now, um, what is nutrition therapy? Well, we're going to get into a lot of things today. Um, I really want to focus on why your diet is so important and how it prevents all sorts of diseases to include cancer, obesity, Alzheimer's, dementia. Um, We'll get into that here in a second. But I do want to um, pay tribute. This weekend is Memorial Day weekend. And... um, I hope everyone enjoys the beautiful weather. Uh, it's going to be a great time to be with your your close ones, your loved ones, your family, your friend. And I do want to take a quick moment because my heart really does go out to the parents who lost their loved ones and their children. I'm sorry, I got a little emotional because I have children of my own. But this week's tragedy was just horrendous. And mental health is very important. So if you recognize someone that you are close with or someone that you know who may need help um, or or who may cause or wreak havoc upon other innocent people, please um, don't hesitate to reach out to the proper authorities. And I just want to take a quick moment to uh, pay special tribute to those poor children. So anyways, I'm going to, sorry, this is a live show. This is what it's all about, right? Um, but, you know, especially when you have your own kids who are pretty close to that age, it really does hit home for you. So on this Memorial Day weekend, hug your loved ones, be with your family, be with your friends, and enjoy every moment. And to enjoy every moment is really about the quality of life, right? So if you don't have the quality of life, you're not there with your grandkids, you can't be up and running, help cook, help clean, just be be in the moment, be present. It really, it really is important, the quality of life it is. And you can start making changes today, right now, to live a better life. And I'm going to start with um, some information that comes from the author of Genius Foods. His name is Max Lugavere. And he really got set with or really got into diet and how it plays a role in preventing Alzheimer's because of his mother's diagnosis. And um, he's like I said, he's the author of Genius Foods, Genius Kitchen, which is a recipe book. He also has a really good uh, um, on iTunes, a podcast to listen to uh, really down to earth young man. And I just want to um, quote one of his Uh, something that I read in one of his articles. And it says that diet, uh, the good news is that diet will improve your brain. 
will also help prevent disease and improve your health basically across the board. It's one human diet. It's not a diet for the heart that's different from a diet for the brain. In terms of whole foods that promote healthy brain and optimal brain, those foods are also going to make your heart kick, well, your heart work better day to day. He uses profanity there. But anyway, these are also the foods that are going to reduce indigestion and help your probiotics in the gut and keep your intestine happy. So what he's trying to get at is there's not one particular diet that you use just for heart health or just for cancer. It all works together. And one big healthy diet can really affect everything, affect your whole well-being. And he did really emphasize emphasize on avocados. Avocados are one of the best foods to eat on a daily basis to prevent Alzheimer's. He also lists extra virgin olive oil, blueberries, eggs, grass-fed beef, dark leafy greens, broccoli, wild salmon, and almonds. He lists top 10 foods to consume to prevent Alzheimer's. And I thought it was really interesting because, um, you know, eating an avocado a day is really going to support your brain health because it's full of all of those really good healthy fats and lots of potassium. But you can't just eat an avocado a day on top of the processed foods that you're consuming. It doesn't work like that. But that's also to say you can't take a bunch of supplements and then eat a poor diet with fast food because they complement each other. You know, so the, there's not one thing that replaces another thing. You can't replace an unhealthy diet with a b- bunch of supplements because it has to work together. You have to have a healthy diet. And what is a healthy diet? You know, I, I don't like to use the term diet anyways because I think a lot of people refer to restrictions right? They think, oh, I can't have this. I can't have this. Well, what it should be really, what it should be talking about is what you are eating, not what you are restricting. Your diet is what you eat, right? So um, a healthy diet is one with more fresh foods, less processed foods. But a lot of people and, and even my patients that I sit down with, Sometimes they don't even know what a carbohydrate is or that the cereal that they're eating is carbohydrates or fruit is carbohydrates. So there's it really can be difficult to understand, but it doesn't have to be if you just get down to the basics and the whole food pyramid needs to be redone. I don't even know if they teach that anymore, to be honest with you, but um, I'm a big promoter of less, less carbohydrates, less grains more protein, more vegetables. You'll get carbohydrates through your vegetables, but you want a variety. And a lot of our patients are not put on our partic- on a particular diet unless there are signs of diabetes. And we really narrow in on a low glycemic diet. But, you know, the goal of what we t- try to teach our patients is to educate along the way, to make this a lifestyle commitment And it doesn't mean, like I said, that you have to be 100 percent, you know, nothing bad for you ever. But if you live your life by an 80-20 rule in general, I think you'll do pretty darn good. Now, that means 80 percent of the time stick to the healthy foods, the fresh produce, the fresh meat. uh, And then the other 20 percent of the time when you are celebrating or you're out with friends or family at a restaurant, go ahead and you can indulge a little bit. But then the next day, get 
right back to where you were because it's what you consume on a day-to-day basis which will build those nutrients and um you know a lot of vitamins are water soluble the half-life of of vitamins um, is also something to consider too Uh, so what you eat on a daily basis really does make a difference and uh, i highly recommend to listen to his podcast Uh, again his name was max lugavir and he talks a lot about brain health and alzheimer's and how to prevent it because you could be your brain cells could be heading towards Alzheimer and or dementia way many years before signs and symptoms show up. So prevention is key, right? That's what we're all listening to this show for. If you're tuned into this show, it means that you really do care about your health or you really want to learn about nutrition or vitamin protocol. And um, that's what we're here for every week. And we have this huge platform and we love all of our listeners who give us insight on different topics and Uh, You know, every day there's something new. And with the Internet out there, there's a lot of misinformation as well. So like I said, sometimes all it takes is going back to the basics. And if you don't know where to start off, you know, coming to our clinic is really the best way to do it because we test first. Because you're not going to know if you're pre-diabetic. You're not going to know your triglyceride levels or your protein status or your digestive enzymes unless you test for them. And interestingly enough, I had a patient uh, just yesterday come to the office and she was really focused on her vitamin C deficiency and inability to take vitamin C supplementation. But, you know, I, I told her that you know, vitamin C is used for so many things. We use it for liver toxification. We use it for low white blood cell count. We use it uh, for our cancer patients. So, it's hard to give exact recommendations on dosing, on dosages of certain vitamins and minerals if you don't test first, right? Because one thing affects another. And I was trying to tell her, you know, for example, if you have liver inflammation, you're not going to have a healthy cholesterol. You're not going to have happy hormones because the liver is what make those. So it's really important to test comprehensively first so you're not missing anything. That way you know exactly the type of supplements you need, the type of foods you need to avoid, and or the type of foods that you need to include more of. And I'm a big promoter of, like I said, a lower carbohydrate diet, higher protein, and try to eat one healthy fat a day. Uh, Just like Max Lugavere says, uh, avocado, great um, source of potassium, really good for the brain, really good for the heart. Uh, We got to get out of of the low-fat diets um, because fat is used for, uh, it helps make hormones, it helps protect our brain. And we have cholesterol for a reason. We make it for a reason, right? We actually see people get a lot more sick more easily when they have a lower cholesterol interestingly enough but more importantly you need to have a good cholesterol ratio which means you need to have a high hdl and where do you get that hdl from eating healthy fats um so we are going to get into other types of diseases that are caused by poor diets 
and um, have some interesting articles to share with you guys. But we do have to cut to a short break, so don't tune away. You're listening to Dr. Natalie Yaley on Take Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living on Ask the Experts Weekend. We'll be right back. It's an Ask the Expert Weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in. You're listening to Take Two, Healthcare, your guide to a better living. And I am Dr. Natalie Yaley. I am here as your host for this hour, and I'm so thankful that you've tuned in. We have a great show today. Uh, These shows are recorded, so if you ever miss part of it or you need to hear a little bit more about what we talked about, um, you can go to our website at take2healthcare.com and just click on the radio show archives. Um, you can also listen to these shows on WHIO's website as well. So again, I thank you all for tuning in. And sometimes these hours go so fast and we don't get to cover everything that we want to. But uh, we love being here with you all. And uh, we do appreciate all of our listeners. And today I'm really just focusing on diet in general and to not really think of the word diet as restrictions, but what can you change in diet is what you eat. It's it's what you eat. That's all. Um, so what can you change with what you're eating in your diet to live longer and be healthier and prevent diseases? And, you know, being overweight can actually cause quite a bit of of diseases. And uh, one of them um, is, is known as cancer. And I have this article here uh, by the Washington Post. And it um One of the things it says is being obese and overweight has been associated in recent years with an increased risk of getting at least 13 types of cancers, including stomach, pancreatic, colorectal, and liver, as well as postmenopausal breast cancer. Um, This is a really interesting article because, I mean, we all know that being being overweight can cause a lot of diseases. But when you use the word cancer, you know, really a lot of people try to prevent getting cancer, especially if it's genetic, especially if it runs in the family. And the type of cancer that is most strongly associated with obesity is endometrial cancer, which develops in the lining of the uterus. And um, this article says obese and overweight women are two to four times as likely to develop the disease as women, uh, disease as women of normal weight compared to women of normal weight. Um, so what is normal weight for you? I mean, you you don't know that, but uh, you should be at a healthy weight. And if you need help getting there, um, you know, it's, it's not easy. It's not an easy process losing weight. So number one, the best thing to do is prevent gaining more weight. But how do you do that? You need to change things in the diet. We need to exercise more. And I really think now, especially after the pandemic, a lot of people are more sedentary now than ever. Sitting at the computer, Zoom calls, having food delivered to their door, or, you know, it's just the world's changed post-pandemic. I, I believe it has. and um, But I don't think that you should change. Or if you do need to change, it should be for the better. But, you know, if you need help, obviously get tested first and we'll be more than happy to help you. Um, I do want to go to some other uh, interesting facts about this with this article, but we do have to cut to a short break. So 
Don't tune away. You're listening to Dr. Natalie Ailey on an Ask the Experts weekend. This is Take Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in on this lovely weekend. You're listening to Dr. Natalie Yaley, Take Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living. You can visit us on the web at taketwohealthcare.com. That's with the number two. Our office phone number is 937 433 3241. It's 937-433-3241. And um, we also have a Facebook page. Uh, if you want to like us on Facebook and follow us on there, um, we don't post that much on Facebook, but we do post some pretty interesting case studies and results. And you can see how people are, are making a difference every day with their life. And um, you know, I do want to give a shout out to our office manager, Cecilia. She is moving on uh, to Connecticut. She is um, want to be closer with her family and is uh, just relocating. And uh, I do want to appreciate her many years at the office. She was also our thermography technician. Many of you patients uh, do know her or know of her and have uh, communicated with her. And she did a great job with our clinic and really helped us grow. So I just wanted to say thank you to her. I told her I'd give her a little shout out. So hopefully she's listening to the show. But uh, anyways, um so, yeah, uh, she was our thermography technician, and we just got done with breast cancer. Um, I'm sorry, May is Women's Health Month, and October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And uh, we offer 10% off thermographies during during those months, and she did a really good job. Um, if you're not sure what thermography is, it is another tool used to diagnose breast cancer or at least get a breast risk assessment without the use of radiation or compression. Um, I have been interpreting now since the beginning of 2020, and um, I love doing it, especially for women who it's their first time getting a screening. They learn a lot about their bodies and um, get them on a program to get them healthier. So um, before we cut to break, we are talking about, you know, why your diet's so important and how it prevents a bunch of diseases, uh, specifically cancer. And we were talking about some cancer statistics. And researchers at the American Cancer Society say excess body weight is linked to about 8% of all cancers in the United States. So that's, that's quite, you know, a high number there. Um, obese patients are more likely to see their cancer come back and have a lower likelihood of survival. So if you are a cancer survivor, uh, your diet plays a very important role on preventing the disease to come back. And a proper diet is different for everybody. Um, You have to make sure you have good digestive enzymes, so you need to test for those. Uh, But you can also test your protein levels to see if you need more protein. Uh, Check your cholesterol, check your diabetic status, check your clitoris triglycerides. So there's a bunch of things to to get started and to know how to get started just by testing. And um, we really focus on low glycemic foods uh, to lose weight. These are foods lower in sugar. And um, and when I say sugar, I'm sorry. So low glycemic basically um, breaks down foods according to your body's ability to break down the, the type of 
sugar so it doesn't raise your insulin. So it keeps you fuller longer without the spikes and the highs and lows of insulin. Um, So if it's something that you have questions about, we would be more than happy to help you. Um, But this this article that's linking uh, being overweight with cancer statistics, uh, the researchers that are doing these studies are focusing actually on the visceral fat that actually surrounds your your organs. And um, this visceral fat actually produces hormones too, such as estrogen, which estrogen is associated with higher risk of breast cancer and even some other cancers. Um, This fat also secretes proteins that drive insulin levels higher, which may spur cell growth and increase the possibility of cancer. And it causes chronic inflammation, uh, which is another risk factor for for cancer as well. Um, there are inflammatory markers that you can test in the blood uh, to determine how severe your inflammation is, or even if you have inflammation. Um, these are C-reactive protein, um, your SED rate, uh, which is also ESR. Uh, you can test your LDH. So there's a bunch of things that you can look at in your blood work to really determine where you're at right now. Um, so let's see here. The researchers are also suggesting um, that slimming down is associated with reduced recurrence, like I said, and doctors could start prescribing a weight loss program as standard therapy for cancer patients, much like cardiac rehab is urged for heart attack patients. I think that's a great idea, a wonderful idea. However, Many medical doctors have not studied nutrition that long unless, you know, depending on the type of doctor that they are. So it's very important to make sure you're meeting with the right nutritionist and make sure that they have proper education and training on all of their recommendations, not just the general food pyramid, right? Um, And then the last part of this article that I want to bring up, it it says data suggests about a 5% reduction in body weight has a beneficial impact on blood sugar and inflammation, just 5%. So like I said earlier, the weight loss is hard. Um, It's not an easy thing, but, you know, with our diabetic numbers rising in the country and even in children this is something we have to pay attention to or else these cancer rates and these other disease rates are going to go up um earlier in the show if you missed it we were talking about how diet affects um whether or not you become diagnosed with alzheimer's or dementia um, and and those type of diseases start way before symptoms show up, but perhaps cancer does too. Um, studies do show that it takes eight to ten years before a tumor can actually grow to be detected to be a detectable size on a mammogram. So you can have breast cancer for eight to ten years before that tumor is detected. But what if you're able to reduce? inflammation by cleaning up the diet to prevent that tumor from from growing right because if you think about it there's probably a lot of women right now who have breast cancer and don't know it and it's not detectable on a mammogram yet or their breast density is that high where it could be camouflaging a tumor so there's there's lots of things though that you can start doing in your diet alone to prevent disease from growing and getting out of control Now, does genetics play a factor? Perhaps. Perhaps it does. But what I tell my patients is even if you have a particular gene towards a certain disease, 
the environment that you feed your genetics can determine how your genes mutate or your DNA mutates. Because you're not necessarily born with cancer, but if you have particular genes for certain cancers, um, that environment that you, that you surround that gene with will, will mutate that if it's an unhealthy environment because cancer loves sugar. It really feeds on sugar. Um, so what is sugar, though? Sugar's carbohydrates. But what are carbohydrates? I mean, they're found in vegetables, too. So which ones do you need to cut down on? There's a lot that goes into it. But if you go back to the basics where you're eating fresh foods, fresh produce, less processed foods, you're heading in the right direction. That's a good start. And uh, one question that I get asked frequently is about fasting. Uh, a lot of patients are, or a lot of people in general, are starting to fast to lose weight. Does it work? Perhaps for some people, but I think it's really important to see or, or, or how you are fasting. Because I came across an article, um, and, it, and it's titled, Many Intermittent Fasters Skip Breakfast, and Here's Why That's Not a Good Idea. And this was actually written in 2018. So pretty it's kind of outdated but i thought it was some good information and that's how long ago people have started these intermittent fasting diets and uh, i think it works differently for for everybody and it is important to know though first or to get tested first to make sure it's safe for you to do because some people i even have a patient that fasts for three days at a time i don't think that that's a good idea but um it's something that he does, but you ha- you have to make sure that there's no contra- contraindications to fasting if it's something you want to try. But this article really focuses in on the time window we choose to fast and how it matters. Fasting in the evening and overnight, then eating early in the day, is the pattern that has the most profound benefits. It showed uh, that these people had healthier blood lipid profiles and better blood sugar control and also lost weight easier than those who eat late in the day. So it's basically saying those people that fast through breakfast, lunch, and then eat dinner don't do as well on this. And it also talks about, you know, it is also dependent on on your life, too. When do you work? Um, do you eat as a family? Because do you – is is – is the ritual of having breakfast every morning more beneficial for you than skipping it? Because if you're exercising in the middle of the day and you're fasting during the middle of the day, your your body isn't going to benefit from that exercise. You're going to burn muscle instead of fat. So it does make a difference. I agree with our, this article for sure. Um, but, you know, if you, ha- if you have a family and you can't do the fasting where it begins after breakfast because you want to eat dinner with your family, I mean, that's important too. So the timing is going to be different for, for everyone. Um, I think it really is dependent on the patient and their schedule and their lifestyle. But if you are considering fasting as a part of your diet, it is important to get tested properly first to make sure there's no contraindications um, of doing that because you need to check and make sure that you're not going to get sick or, you know, uh, if you have uh, diabetes or, or low blood sugar, you don't want to um, 
have dizzy spells and whatnot. So, and the, the theme of today's show, if you will, is that diet is different for everybody. Um, you know, a lot of people have traditional diets depending on where you live and how you were grown up. Um, but I think it has evolved over the years and we are moving away from low fat diets to higher fat and higher protein diets to really benefit weight loss, reduce chronic inflammation and reduce severity of diseases and disorders, um, specifically cancer and Alzheimer's kind of like I, I targeted it on. And changing your diet if you tuned into the show a couple weeks ago i really i talked a lot about um cutting out sugar just in three days what it does to your body and in what it does to your liver and if you looked up liver holiday it's actually a thing uh, it just means cutting out sugar for two or three days and and what a difference it really does make and and the liver is an insane organ it has over 500 uh, 500 jobs it does in the body. So if your liver's not healthy, you're in trouble. So make sure it is. But um, some studies really show that changing, and this goes back to changing our diet, getting healthier. It's hard to do, right? But if you give your body two weeks, it can really make a difference. And in fact, research shows that it's our biochemistry not willpower that drives our cravings and hungry hunger patterns. Uh, it's not a moral failing that we can't control our diet. Um, you can control it, and it's all in the brain. But you got to have a healthy brain, right? <laughs> so eat those avocados. All right, we have to cut to a short break. Don't tune away. We have the end of the show, um, and I, I do have a nice little sign-off that I want to share with you guys. I've been working on uh, Don't Tune Away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dr. Natalie Yaley, Take Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living on Ask the Experts Weekend. It's an Ask the Expert Weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert Weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Good morning and welcome back, everybody. You are tuned in to Take Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living, and I am Dr. Natalie Yaley, your host for this hour, or I guess the end of the hour. Um, as a reminder to all of our patients out there, in June is our biannual vitamin sale where you can get 15% off all of your orders. So the month of June, you can get 15% off all vitamin orders. Uh, you can get online to our website at take2healthcare.com for the order form and the information about the health fair, um, or you can stop by the office and pick up an order form too. So again, that's um, the month of June, 15% off all vitamin orders for our current patients and uh, place those orders so we can make sure we have all the inventory we need to fulfill your order. Um, all right. So. I, I like to end my shows with top vitamins for something or the topic that I discussed. So today I'm going to go over some top vitamins to reduce inflammation in the body. Number one is vitamin D. You can take 5,000 international units daily. Children, infants can take 400 international units daily, and children can take anywhere from 500 to 2,500. Uh, vitamin D is very cheap. It's, so it's inexpensive and it's easy to raise just by taking the vitamins. So um, take that vitamin D. Uh, turmeric or curcumin, uh, that's another really good 
uh, herb or supplement you can take to reduce inflammation. You can take anywhere from 500 milligrams a day to over 1,000 milligrams. You can't really take too much of that. Fish oil supplementation is very important to reduce inflammation, also to help raise your HDL cholesterol and promote a healthy brain. Fish oil uh, and your omega-3s can be taken anywhere from 500 milligrams to 1,000 milligrams daily. And if you eat fish to get your omega-3s, make sure it's wild-caught. Borage oil is another good heart-healthy oil and helps raise the HDL as well. And then... You can never forget about vitamin C. Vitamin C is pretty much on every protocol, isn't it? So children can take roughly around 500 milligrams to 1,500 milligrams. Um, I have some adult patients that take up to 12,000 milligrams, but those patients are very unhealthy. So as a maintenance base, I would just start with 3,000 milligrams until you see if you need more. Um, So again, vitamin D, turmeric or curcumin, Fish oil, borage oil, and vitamin C are all good to start taking to reduce inflammation and prevent uh, disease that feeds off of inflammation, such as cancer and Alzheimer's and dementia. So, um, again, I I appreciate everyone for tuning in. Uh, If you missed the show, you can listen to it by going to our website at take2healthcare.com. And like I said, I did want to end the show with a new sign-off that that I came up with, because uh, sometimes it's just hard to end the show. I just keep talking, and I forget to just sign Just leave the show, Dr. Gailey. You're done. <laughs> but anyways, I think if I have a sign-off, it'll be a, a better cue for me to, to end with. <laughs> but anyways, again, happy Memorial Day weekend. I wish everybody the best. Enjoy this beautiful weather. Get outside. Get that fresh sunshine. And weather, it, weather change takes two days, two weeks, or two months. You can start today. What'd you think about that? (laughs) All right. You are listening to Dr. Natalie Yaley, Take Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living. We are signing off. Enjoy this weather. Beautiful Memorial Day weekend. We'll see you next week. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.